the hardest part about growing up in those neighborhoods is that we have to go to school with the same kids that come from a great home, but we've been listening to gunshots all night, ducking under the bed, and we still got to go past the same algebra test. Yeah. You know, and so it's just so important that the church come together, uh, uh, the the ecclesia, uh, the 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 the, uh, the whole community of churches. It ain't about black churches, white churches, Chinese church. That stuff don't matter. The devil got a team. We need a team too. We're excited to be here today on Mid-South Viewpoint. Hi, I'm Byron Tyler. Always a pleasure to get together with you, friend, and welcome you to our program. Today we have the fine folks from the Mid-South Baptist Association. We have the privilege of having Pastor Danny Spurlock from Mullen Station Baptist Church and Pastor Leon Jones from the Dwelling Place Christian Church. Both these men, welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. How are you guys doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Great. How are you doing today? What's going on, Leon? What have you been up to? Not much, man. Just on the battlefield. On the the battlefield. Yeah, yeah. Just on the battlefield for the Lord. Just thanking God for another day. Talk about that battlefield. What are some of the things you're facing right now? It's a lot of spiritual warfare in our city. A lot of crime, a lot of death uh, of our youth. And it's kind of just disheartening sometimes. It is so disheartening. Danny, you know, we pick up the paper, or even now today, not many people pick the paper up, but just watching the news, hearing the stories of so much hurt and pain that people are facing. People are broken. Oh, my. And uh, people are uh, seeking, and that's why it's so important that we as churches, we as Christians are telling the good news of the gospel. Right. How long have you guys been carrying the banner of Christ as pastors in the Memphis well, community? Well, uh, I'm celebrating 20 years in ministry. I'm a late bloomer. 41, I surrendered to the ministry. And uh, tomorrow, actually, be on the uh, 19th, will be um, four years at Mullen Station. So, yeah, it's been a blessing. I, I love serving the Lord, and uh, it's uh, very humbling to be a pastor because I'm not qualified, but he qualified the unqualified. So I'm thankful <laughs> for that. I can tell you, I'm not qualified to be hosting this radio show, so I feel the same way. I'm very humbled and thankful for the opportunity that God allows me. How about you, Pastor Leon? Uh, I've been in ministry like 23 years. Uh, I pastored several years, but I planted and found the dwelling place we just made seven years. And where's dwelling place located at? It's 3034 Old Austin P. Highway Okay. Uh, in the Raleigh community. As a kid, I mean, Raleigh was the hangout place, the Raleigh Springs Mall. I remember as a kid, my neighbor would get in the back of his truck, and he would have some junk he wanted to go take to a junkyard, and we would go buy this property. He said, now, they've got plans one day to build a mall right there. At that time, I think the only mall in Memphis was the Southland Mall in Whitehaven, and then Raleigh Springs Mall popped up, and that whole community changed. And it's coming back. Yeah, it is. They're already building. Now, that mall's been taken down, though, right? Yeah, but they putting a new one up. Are they really? Oh yeah, it's already it's already uh, being uh, structured now. Uh, several buildings are already up. Yeah, my wife used to live when I was dating her out in Rosemark, out Austin B Highway. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I had to take that shoot out there when I was dating her. <laughs> so, That's way out in the country. I mean, way in way the country. out in the country. Yeah. That's right. It was Tulane. Wasn't That's it? right. I know where Danny's church is. It's on Mullen Station. Right. <laughs> so. We're on 1170 Mullen Station Road, and the uh, church has been there 67 years. Wow. And uh, God's been doing a great work. Um, and we're excited about what he's done, what he's doing, what he's about to do. Yes. We're excited. You guys are really close to the new exciting Green Line, right? We are. It's right close to your property. <laughs> yeah, yes. we're involved. We've got ministry at the Greenbrook Apartments. 
uh, reaching out, tutoring children on Tuesdays. We also are involved with the Packers SYS football right across the street who practice on Chevy County property okay. and have games. And we're also involved uh, in the Green Line and also Chevy Farms, uh, prayer walking, handing out water. We do all kinds of ministries in that area. I'm sure you're equally involved in the community and your neighborhood too, Pastor Leon. Oh, yeah, yeah. We uh, uh, we were doing a mobile where we were feeding like a thousand families a month. Wait, uh, did you see a thousand families a month? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then we do, uh, we do a, a pantry in the church. We just partnered with uh, Bellevue, and we uh, uh, was able to take care of over 50 people's uh, dental needs on last week. And uh, so we we do a lot of work in the community just trying to help God's people. You know. Well, that is awesome. Well, we're here kind of to talk about uh, an upcoming event that uh, the Mid-South Baptist Association is supporting and you guys are connecting with and are also are excited about. It's the 2019 Area White Harvest Festival and Celebration. Uh, it'll take place, I guess, at your church. Is that right? Yes, at the dwelling place. It'll take place at the dwelling place. And it's going to be in October the 6th. That'll be from 4, starting at 4 o'clock or earlier? Starting at 4 o'clock, all of the activities, the games, the bounce houses, the food, the music, uh, the fellowship, uh, everything will start at 4. And at 6, we'll move into the uh, worship center where we'll have uh, a worship experience together. Uh, so it's going to be so unique and uh, it's so diverse and we're just looking forward to a, a good, good time. A good, good time. And I understand you've got a good, good preacher oh, that's going to be sharing. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> my dear friend, Dr. Tommy Vinson. Oh, he can preach. He can. And, yeah, uh, he, he, he can be their preaching machine and uh, he'll be sharing the gospel. And we also have, uh, I think, Brother Leon, we've got the Collierville Choir will be singing. Is that right? Collierville Choir. We got um, orchestra. Yeah, in the orchestra. And we got Raleigh Egypt High School Gospel Choir. They're going to be there. I didn't know Raleigh Egypt had a gospel choir. Yes, and they are good. I bet they are. Yeah, they are good. Why is it important for churches to offer events like this to the community? And this be more than just an event for believers to come to, but really to be an outreach. One of the things about the Mid-South Baptist Association, I just completed my uh, my, my term as moderator, and uh, now Michael Priest, Dr. Michael Priest from Barlett Baptist yeah. is now the new moderator. But um, I love being part of our association. We have over 180 churches, very diverse. We have um, Caucasian, we have African-American, we have Hispanics, we have Asian. We have all types of churches. We have new church plants. We have uh, churches that are uh, maybe different and diverse, but we're all um, uh, pointing. We're all going the same direction because we want to see people come to know Christ. Yeah. And so together we work. And uh we come, Brother Leon and myself, go to the pastors' conference every Monday at Bellevue, and there's sometimes 30, 40, sometimes 50 or 60 pastors that come there, and we just uh, iron sharpens iron, and we need that. And so we do that because we're all in the same team uh, moving forward to share the gospel in the city of Memphis because Memphis needs Jesus. Oh, yes. Yeah. And everyone needs Christ. Yeah. And, so, yeah. and my friend Leon does such a great job at the dwelling place, and God's using that ministry. And us having the Associational Harvest Festival there is a uh, perfect spot. It's in the inner city. It's right there. And we're praying to people from Raleigh and from Germantown and from Collierville and people from Nutbush. Everybody will come together one place. We are expecting over... 2,000 people. <laughs> Can you handle that many, Leon? Oh, we're going to handle it. <laughs> yeah, we're He's very confident it. of yeah. that. 
Okay, let's find out more about Leon Jones. Give me some of your backstory. Did you grow up here in Memphis? Oh, I grew up here in Memphis. I've been in Memphis all my life. Uh, I went to Gordon Elementary, Hume Junior High. In fact, uh, my locker was right down from Elvis. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and uh, they still kept his locker at Hume Junior High. And I graduated from Northside High School in 1986. Um, I've been here all my life. I went to the Navy for four years. I was on the Theodore Roosevelt plank owner, uh, and I uh, came back uh, after my mother passed, and I've been in Memphis ever since. I worked for Baptist Hospital, St. Joseph Hospital. Uh, I was into— uh, I was ex- born in St. Joseph. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was into <laughs> exercise <laughs> physiology, uh, and I ran the cardiac pulmonary rehab for about 20 years. My goodness. Uh, and so I just had a— uh, uh, a good life in Memphis. Uh, being from the inner city, I grew up in Clementine Apartments, uh, you know, and so that was a rough, rough time. And so uh, well, I've well, seen, Just how rough was it? Talk about some of the times you had. Well, they just closed it down a couple of years ago. It was called Warren Apartments. It was a violent crime in Clementine every day for 15 years straight. There were no opportunities. It was a long time before I knew that uh, black people lived in a house. You know, because uh, you never saw that. Yeah. And so to see what God has done with my life and with my ministry is absolutely amazing to me. Well, Leon, was Christ evident in any part of your growing up? Did you know the Lord at that time? Oh, I knew I knew the Lord. Uh, how I knew him was that I was always a singer. I've been a singer before I was a pastor. And so I would just go to choir rehearsals everywhere. And I, 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 met, I met the Lord at a choir rehearsal. Uh, and I got saved. I think I was about nine years old, and uh, I've never been out of church since. Wow. Period. Amen. So I guess if you can meet Jesus at a choir rehearsal, you can meet him anywhere, right? <laughs> you can meet him anywhere. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can meet him anywhere. So, uh, Tim, give me, what do you like to sing? Oh man, gospel. I'm a gospel singer. I sing anything. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a gospel singer. Uh, I've been in a lot of choirs. Uh, in fact, I'm planning on recording this year. Okay. Yeah. Well, when you get recorded, come back, okay? Okay. In order to be on my show and talk about your music, you have to have an album, you know? Exactly. So. Exactly. <laughs> but we'll do that. That'd be a lot of fun. Yes, sir. Have you always been part of the Mid-South Baptist Association? No. I grew up uh, National Baptist. Uh, I, I come out of church, Greater Mount Moriah Baptist Church. That's where I started preaching at. Uh, but in my teenage years, I went to Monumental Baptist Church on the Samuel Billy Kyle. Yeah. Uh, and so uh, after that, the Lord kind of led me to uh, Miss South Baptist through a friend. And uh, I wanted to get more training as a pastor. And uh, it worked for me. Yeah. It worked for me. And it was a little odd because I had always just been around all African American. But when I went into the Miss South Baptist, it's so diverse. And you make friendships, and you learn a lot of different things from different people, yeah. from different walks of life. So you stepped into some diversity when you got to Mid-South Baptist Association. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But what are some ways and some practical ways that you've seen Mid-South Baptist Association be a benefit to your ministry? Well, that gave me so much pastoral training, so much pastoral training and the partnerships. A lot of people don't understand the word partnership. Now, just say... Uh, I'm in an urban setting, and so we don't have money in urban settings. We mostly operate off of faith. Uh, but uh, just this past week, I guarantee you, we did over fifty or sixty thousand dollars worth of dental work because we partnered with somebody that was able. Wow! 
Now, uh, uh, and it helped the it helped the less fortunate, you know. And so, uh, God blesses every church in different ways. And when those churches partner together, everybody get the benefit. Uh, and so, just like with the food bank partner with the Mid South Food Bank, uh, we 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 fed so many people that all they complained on me. I mean, you know, because we feed so many people. Yeah. Uh, and when you learn how to partner with others, uh, everybody get a benefit. Yeah. Partnership is important. Pastor Danny, these partnerships are important. Networking, connecting. I mean, having the ministry, the mobile dental unit is being used all over the city. Dentists that are volunteering their time and being a blessing, like you said, $80,000 worth of dental work. I mean, having your teeth worked on is expensive. Yes. Right. You know, it's uh, it really is amazing that the body of Christ body of Christ is united. I've been reading a lot of Acts lately, and chapter 2 of Acts talks about they had all things in common. They sold everything they had for those who had need, and that's what we do as Christians, and that's what we do as as followers of Christ. We help one another. We serve, and even as pastors, uh, we're in no competition because we're on the same team. We have the same coach. Yes. You know, the Lord is our coach, and we we do exactly (laughs) what he commands of us. And so we get along well, and um, I'll be honest with you, Leon, I can't think of anybody in our association that has a jealousy or anything like that. We try to work together, don't we? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say this. uh, Mitch Martin, Dr. Mitch Martin, our associational uh, uh, director, he is uh, he's spot on in his leadership, and he does a great job leading us, and he's showing example. And he, he meets with anybody, anywhere, and uh, he does a great job in that, and all of his staff does that as well. So we're very thankful for his leadership. And what the Mid-South Baptist brings us all together for one common goal, to make disciples to see Christ lifted up. I was surprised when you mentioned, I think it was Leon that mentioned, I, I think a moment ago there was 180 churches in the association. I remember back when it was just over 100, and it's really grown. More and more have connected. I think the Mid-South Baptist Association has tried to be fluid as a ministry. I guess it's a good word because of the changes, culture and communities, trying to connect. That's a big responsibility. Yeah, you know, one of the things, that we have a number of new church plants that are coming in. We also have uh, uh, people on staff who are helping churches like Mullen Station and others to revitalize, to to, to regroup and, and continue the mission that God has called us to. Uh, they're there to help in all these areas. And so we have a lot of churches that are working together, and we're partnering, like Brother Leon said. And so it makes, it makes things very, very uh, enjoyable. And uh, we have great friendships, and uh, we have great... Uh, great mission that we have and so we're looking forward to serving making disciples and making an impact in the mid-south because god has planted us here for a purpose yes and so uh, this is where we're supposed to serve and you know acts 1 8 talks about jerusalem judea samaria other most parts so our job is not to drive past our you know our jerusalem we have to work here we've got to serve here locally and so uh i'm glad that we have our mid-south baptists they do a great job well, Pastor Leon, again, this event coming to your church, the Dwelling Place Church, on October 6th, the 2019 Area-Wide Harvest Festival, who's invited to attend? Not just your church members, because you're looking at 2,000 people that could, oh, you could yeah. possibly come and be part of this celebration. Oh, yeah. No, everybody. We, we, we're inviting everybody uh, from all walks of life. It doesn't matter. Uh, there's going to be – it's just going to be a good environment. We, uh, we did it last year in Fayette. 
uh, in in, uh, in in Fayette County. In Fayette Baptist. Yeah, in Fayette Baptist. Uh, and if, actually, I was born in Somerville. Were you really? I was, and we went uh, out there, and it was it was a good good turnout. We expecting it to be bigger this year. Our our uh, director, uh, uh, Mitch Martin, Doctor Mitch Martin, he had a vision for it. And uh, we wanted to do it sort of like a big festival, and then we go in and worship together. Uh, but we're going to have so many activities. It's going to be family-friendly. Uh, we got plenty of stuff for the children. I mean, laser tag. We, we're going to have a good time. Oh. Uh, Are you going to put some food on the table? It's going to be food on the table. <laughs> and uh, Bellevue stepped up to help us with the food. We're very thankful for their contribution. Oh, yeah. And they'll be preparing and providing the food. Okay, now you said the, the fun activity started at 4 o'clock. Now, is that also when the food will be served or the, close the, to that time? Or? The food will be ready. Everything is going to be ready by 4 o'clock. 4 o'clock. Again, give us the location. Tell us how to get there. 3034 Old Austin P. Uh, just come 240. You get off on Old Austin P. And just keep straight. You can't miss it. It's a church with the big white dome. Uh, years ago, it used to be Raleigh Baptist. Uh, then it turned into Greater Money. And now it's the, the dwelling place. I, okay, so you've got the old Raleigh Baptist yes, Church. Okay, yes. I know exactly. In, in Greater Imani, I know exactly where it is now. Yes, yeah. yes, that's where it's going to be, on the grounds of the dwelling place. And so uh, we're going to have music and uh, 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 all kind of games, and it's just going to be a good, fun time. Now, is the Raleigh Skate Center still around the corner there? It's right around the corner. It's still open. It yeah, yeah. Oh, my goodness. It's uh, still open. A friend of mine runs it. They own it, so yeah, that's where we're going. <laughs> and also, uh, Brother Leon, uh, his church has really stepped up. We're going to have a lot of volunteers from the association as well as his church. Like I said, we're going to have a 100-voice choir and orchestra that will be there. We're also going to have security. Oh, yeah. Lots of security, and they're going to have it's going to be a very safe environment. And we encourage everyone to come and uh, come back to Raleigh. It'd be good to see you there. Yeah, right. it's nice to see life put back into the community. These different communities that once had, as you mentioned, Raleigh's coming back. You said, "Oh yeah, it's coming back." Uh, like I said, new mall, the new library. Uh, it's going to have a police precinct in the mall. It's going to have an outdoor skate center, uh, and so. Uh, you know, we got the new farmer's market coming right across the street from my church. Uh, uh, State Representative Antonio Parkinson, uh, he ahead of that. Uh, and so we got a lot of good things going on in Raleigh. Uh, it's very important that every community uh, has a safe, clean, uh, prosperous environment uh, so everybody can prosper. If we prosper together, it'll be less crime. Well, and you talked about growing up in a housing situation where you never saw anybody own their own home. The crime that you saw, I'm sure gunshots probably went off and in, in oh, drugs and, and all these other issues that are you know related, sadly enough, crime and into our city. The gospel has a power to change a life. I oh, mean, man. completely. Do you believe that? Oh, man. Yeah, the I mean, gospel is, is so powerful. Uh that it, it can penetrate any situation, Amen. any situation. You know, uh, like what, what helps us in our association, like Dan is from a different side of life. I'm from a different side of life. We talk. And so it's important that he understands where I'm coming from and I understand where he's coming from. That's, that's the diversity of the association and the relationship between the pastors. And, and what we're trying to do, we're trying to give every child a fair chance. See, I was one of those that... Uh, 
I have a doctorate of Christian education uh, from Jacksonville Theological uh, Seminary, but the hardest part about growing up in those neighborhoods is that we have to go to school with the same kids that come from a great home, but we've been listening to gunshots all night, ducking under the bed, and we still got to go past the same algebra test. Yeah. You know, and so it's just so important that the church come together, uh, uh, the the ecclesia. Uh, the 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 uh, the whole community of churches. It ain't about black churches, white churches, Chinese church. That stuff don't matter. The devil got a team. We need a team too. Yeah, amen. The word gospel gets thrown around a lot. People hear that the gospel, gospel music, and the gospel. You need the gospel. Why don't we just spend a couple minutes and let's break it down? What is the gospel? For God so loved the world that He gave His only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth on Him should not perish but should have everlasting life. And all this stuff and these stipulations and all this stuff we put on the gospel, God didn't put that on the gospel. He, he didn't tell us we had to go to seminary. He didn't say we had to have a new car. He said all we had to do is believe that his son Jesus came, walked the earth, died, was resurrected, ascended back to the right hand of the Father. If you can believe that, you shall be saved. And the gospel is for everybody. It's for everybody. It's it's for the downtrodden. It's for the broken. It's for the crackhead. It's for the businessman. It's for the poor and the rich. It's for everybody. You know, and, and, and that's the power of the gospel. And the thing I love about the gospel is, is that once you get into the word of God, you receive the Lord Jesus into your life. Nobody can stop. Nobody can stop you. You know, the gospel is important. Uh, and, and that's what we're trying to push. We, you know, Tennessee, it's amazing that uh, over half of Tennessee is on their way to hell. When, when we do our polls and, and you know, we do our, uh, our different censuses about the gospel, there's so many people in our state that don't even believe in Jesus. And it's our job to keep punching holes in the dark. And, Danny, where's the church failed in presenting the gospel? It hasn't failed? Well, that's a great question. Um, you know, um, today, you know, people don't come to church like they once did. And I think I think that over the years, uh, we were really big as Southern Baptists. I, I listen, I'm Christian first, Southern Baptist second. I love being a Southern Baptist, and I love our association. But I think over the years, we focused so much on evangelism, which we should, but we didn't focus on discipleship. And there's a lot of people who, who came to Christ who were never disciples, who fell off to the wayside. And I think churches are seeing that today. We have a lot of people who are on the church roll, but very few of them come to church anymore. So uh, we have two, we really have two roles. Uh, part, obviously, Jesus told us in uh, Acts 1 8 where we're to go, and then he tells us what we're to do to make disciples in Matthew 28. And uh, we have to do the whole thing, not just win them, but also teach them and equip them. For service, uh, one of the things that's really interesting to me is that right after you come to Christ, you can't wait to tell everyone. But then somehow along the way on that journey, we get comfortable, and then we get, well, you know, I don't want to be intrusive. I don't want to offend them. And then we stop, and then next thing you know, it's, it's not even part of your life. All of us are missionaries to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We all have the responsibility. I believe God has created us to know him, to worship him, and make him known to the nations. It's not that complicated. 
We just need to be obedient to what God's Word said, like Brother Leon said. Uh, and and the, reading the Bible and studying the Word of God is so important. And, and uh, I heard Adrian Rogers, this is a quote from him, uh, he, said, he said, the more I read the Bible, the more it reads me. Wow. And boy, that is so true. Yeah. And so the more you read, the more it identifies sin in your life, and it, it helps equip you and all the things that it does. But you have to read it. You know, uh, in my home, we have probably 10 Bibles, and I try to read at least one when I should. <laughs> yeah. But there are some people who have a lot of Bibles who don't read any of the Bible. Right. And so uh, having a daily Bible study, a time of prayer is so important. Uh, in the life of the believer. And uh, so well, I encourage anyone who's listening who doesn't know Christ as their Savior to, to give your life to him. Cry out to him. Uh, Romans 10, uh, 9 and 10 says, If you confess with our mouth Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart God, raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. It's not that hard. We have to confess, we have to believe, and we have to pray and, and invite him into our lives. Right. And uh, that's what... That's what, he's, that's what we're doing as pastors. We're leading our people. We're shepherding. We're teaching. We're training. And we're doing all that for, for the sake of the gospel. The ABC of the gospel. Admit, believe, and confess. There you go. You know? Wow, guys, thank you so much. Again, the Mid-South Baptist uh, Association, they've got the big 2019 area-wide Harvest Festival and celebration Sunday night, October 6th at the Dwelling Place Church on 3034 Old Austin P. Highway in Memphis. You're encouraged to start getting there around 4 o'clock. There's going to be... Fun stuff for the kids, inflatables and games, some delicious food, and then a celebration at 6 o'clock of worship. Child care will be available for all ages, birth through fifth grade. There plenty of fun, as I mentioned, for the kids' zone. And then uh, there will be this worship choir. So, I mean, some incredible music <coughs> and, and celebration. And then Dr. Tommy Vinson, a wonderful man of God, he'll be sharing from the Word, putting the cherry on top of the evening, I guess, you know, <laughs> yeah, as for you, sure. that is for sure. you know, get together and everything. Now, if folks want more information about this event, what should they do? Well, they can call right here. It's information they can call the association office at 373-6161, or they can email at harvestfest901 at gmail.com. Okay. Well, God bless you, my dear brothers. Thank you for what both of you are doing for Christ's kingdom. Behind this uh, great event, again, the 2019 Area-Wide Harvest Festival and Celebration, Sunday night, October 6th at the Dwelling Place Church, 3034 Austin P. Highway, starting at 4 o'clock, and you'll go home when it's over with. But <laughs> 4 o'clock is when the fun starts, and then uh, 6 o'clock for the worship, and that's going to be fun, too. You can yeah. have fun in worship, can't you? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> it's going to be a great night. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. It's always a pleasure to have you stop by. Do thank you so much for listening. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. Today's Mid-South Viewpoint is available at botradionetwork.com. Make sure to save as your listening area our station here, 640 AM, Memphis, Tennessee, located at the upper right of the page. Then click the Schedule tab and scroll to Mid-South Viewpoint on Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday at 3 p.m. You'll be able to listen, download, or share today's show on your Facebook page. Again, it's botradionetwork.com. Thanks again for listening, and thanks for sharing.